Hey, good morning. Thanks for joining us today on this Thursday morning for our online devotional here at St. Matthew's. What, what a joy it is to be with you now. I hope, you, hope you're able to watch our Bible study last night and, uh, as we talked about Christmas from the different perspectives within Scripture. Uh, I hope that was a blessing to you. I know I enjoyed uh, doing that study and talking more about it. So it uh, but it's good to be with you uh, this morning as we dig into God's Word again and see what uh, this passage in John that we've been looking at, to see what this passage means to us in the living of our life together. So today we're going to read again from John chapter 13, verses 31 through 35. When he had gone out, he being Judas, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and will glorify him at once. Little children, I am with you only a little while longer. You will look for me as I said to you to the Jews, so I now say to you, where I'm going, you cannot come. I give you a new commandment, that you love one another just as I have loved you. You should also love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Um, so this is that great new commandment that Jesus has for us, that uh, we are to live that out. Um, so today I, I want to talk about some, something interesting as we live this out in our life, what this passage means for us. I think it's interesting this passage says here that um, they will know that you are my disciples. It says here that they will know that you are my disciples. If you have love for one another, I think this passage is meant to start, is to teach us to start start internally in many ways and then go externally because the gospels let us know that our neighbors, everyone that we meet, um, the story of the Good Samaritan tells us that our neighbor isn't just the people in physical proximity to us, but our neighbor's the entire world. Our neighbor could be a Samaritan. Our neighbor could be our enemy. Our Jesus tells us to love our enemies. Remember we talked yesterday that, that love doesn't mean that we like. It doesn't always mean that we agree. It doesn't always mean that we um, feel emotions towards. But love is an action. So the Gospels tell us that we are to, we are to, to, to love uh, with action expanding. But what's interesting in this passage here is this passage here points us to the love that we as Christians have for each other. It says, in this, they will know that you are my disciples and that you love one another. I've heard it said before that the Christian army is the only army that shoots its wounded. And I think there's some, some truth there. I think before the world can know that they're loved by us as Christians, we have to love each other. We have to love each other. I, I've, I've been lucky in my ministry, very fortunate in my ministry, that the church, I, I've, I've served churches typically with low level of conflict. I haven't had a lot of conflict in my churches. I've, I've been very, very fortunate in that regard. Um, but if, if an organization or a body is always fighting and always fussing and always mad at each other, 
Why in the world would you want to be part of that organization? Why in the world would you want to be part of that? As Christians, we're supposed to be attractive to a lost world. We're supposed to be different than a lost world. And this world is full of fussing and full of fighting, full of hating. And as Christians, this body that we're part of, yeah, we're gonna, y'all, we're gonna have, we're gonna have disagreements. This notion of loving each other is not a, not a, um, a namby pamby situation where we're supposed to not disagree with each other. We're not supposed to have conflict with each other. We're gonna disagree, y'all. This is not saying we're not gonna have disagreements or, or, or fussing at times. We are, but we're called to love each other in the midst of it. And I think that's what's powerful. I think that's what our world needs right now in many ways. Because our world, our world right now can't live together with those that they disagree with. Our world kind of is right now an all or nothing situation. And our world is finding it impossible to live together with those that it disagrees with. And Jesus here is saying that they will know that you're my disciples and that you love each other. That we as the body, we as the church, have to love one another. Doesn't mean we've got to always agree with each other. Doesn't mean that we always got to like each other. Doesn't mean we always got to share the same opinions with each other. But we've got to love each other. And that's deeper than just our local churches. Yes, it's, part, it's partially our local churches, sure. But I think the awareness that we've got to come to, particularly here in the South, y'all, where everybody's already a Christian. I, I joke, I, I say that jokingly. I joke in the South, everybody's a Christian, even those that aren't. Everybody, would, everybody knows what church they'd go to if they went to church. You know. My, my, my opposition or my enemy is not the Baptist church or the, Catholic Church, the Presbyterian Church, or another Methodist Church, or the Episcopal Church, the Anglican Church, the Pentecostal Church. That's, that's not my enemy. My enemy is not another body of Christ. The Bible tells us that, we, that Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil, not to destroy the works of other churches. We're not in opposition to each other, y'all, but we're on the same page. What does it say to a divided world? When they only see division in the church. What does it say to a world full of hatred? When all we see is conflict within the church itself. Uh, I think of, um, if you keep reading this gospel, you're going to get to John chapter 17, where Jesus prays that we're one. He tells us that we are to love each other as he loves us. And I think the quickest way, the quickest way that we can love each other the quickest, the quickest way we can work through conflict, the quickest way that we can get there is that we serve someone. Jesus modeled that in that he washed the disciples' feet. So today, you know, I kind of like to give you homework sometimes. I like to give you homework. This is your homework. If there's somebody in your life, particularly somebody that's a Christian, that you're in conflict with, that you're tempted not to be in a relationship with, that you're upset with, that you're fussing with, do something nice for them. Serve them today in some way. Pray for them and serve them 
Because here's the thing, y'all. It's really hard. It's really hard to be in conflict. It's really hard to be angry with someone you're serving. Jesus showed us this love in that he washed the feet of his disciples. Today, we can model that by loving and serving, particularly within the household of God. So today, let's love each other. Let's seek to live out a life of unity and peace as much as we can. As Paul says, as much as you can, as much as it depends upon you, live in peace with each other. Let's seek to live that out, y'all. Hey, I love you guys. I do. I love you. That's not just emotion. I'm here for you. If you need me, contact me. I love you guys. Pray that you have a great rest of your day. We'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning for our devotional. Thanks for watching.